Uh, damn it. What's <laughs> <laughs> oh, not even going. I can't hear it. What do you mean? Didn't you just press on? Th- oh, you just, you just started recording. I started, yeah. Oh, okay. So this could be, I mean, this is not a very good pre. This is pretty bad. It's pretty bad, yeah, because it's very forced. <clears throat> yeah. Hey, you guys know about the whole Drake and Josh controversy? <laughs> <laughs> Uh. Oh, um, I don't have you plugged in. Oh shit, we gotta plug this in. Put this in the preamble. You fucking up. <laughs> oh, we're running out of time. Plug it in. Where'd I plug it in? That's it. That's it. Shit. Oh, there we go. Give it a little click. Alright, how's the is the sound working? Uh let me let me see. Let me see. Uh oop. Uh iPad needs your password. Yeah, you can't come in. You can't. 42069. <laughs> it should be that. <laughs> That'd be pretty funny. Oh, Ooh, a little spoiler. <laughs> I'm just going to take that out of the... Mm. You're taking my Mega Man thing out? Hey, welcome to the Now You're Playing With podcast. The podcast. It's the podcast where we go through the... <laughs> God damn it. Uh, it's, a po- it's the podcast. Okay, let's start fresh. Let's, uh, let's start fresh. That was okay, pretty, okay. pretty rough. All right, hang on. I'm just kidding. We don't have to do that. Okay. Yeah. Welcome to the Now You're Playing the Podcast, the podcast where we go through the Nintendo Power magazines one volume at a time. We are currently on. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking dick. <laughs> oh, man. We are joined. Okay. You know, we might as well introduce our. Hey, we're uh, on volume 32. Our Super, rowdy. Super Castlevania 4. Super Castlevania 4. Super uh, duper. Uh, Castle. It's January 1992. They kind of did a bit of a revamp on the whole magazine. They kind of like stepped it up. This is yeah, probably we're... the first time I've read this magazine that I actually enjoyed it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and you've been doing this show for like a year. Yeah, yeah we're, volume we're past the year mark. 32. And and this is the first time like I was excited to read it. We're about to be out of a job because, you know, we, we get a lot of mileage out of ridiculing the magazine and its choices. Yeah, well, I don't know. this one's actually good. I'm curious on what this podcast is going to be like when I actually want to talk about the magazine. Because they, they added a lot of cool stuff. There's like new comics. There's like new sections. Everything's it, a little it fresh. It is cut. good, but let's not get ahead of ourselves. Yeah. There's one horrible part of the magazine that we'll get to. <laughs> All right, <laughs> yeah, so no. Brett... <laughs> Your name is Brett. My name is Brett, yes. And uh, Weston, uh, your name is Weston. It's true. We're, we're comedy boy, writer boys we're in comedy, Los Angeles. We're, we're two comedy comedy cowboys. Uh, and we're <laughs> Yeehaw. <laughs> I also write, I write non-comedic things. Um, some, some of the comedic things I write are also non-comedic yeah. after they're done. <laughs> and you know, sometimes you know I, that. I try to sneak in a genuine moment in my comedies. But only like once or twice, because <laughs> otherwise Chase will turn on you and start accusing you of not writing comedy. I'm Andy. I'm also uh, Andy Petruzzo. Um, first time, long time. No, you're the guest so nice we had you on thrice. <laughs> that's right. That's your right. third time on the show. When I do comedy, I like to, my brand of comedy is very like confessional and just comes from <laughs> a place of truth. And I just sort of bear my soul for everybody. By the yeah. way, while this is on our mind, um, mind, uh, if anybody listening 
uh, wants to do a mind dream. We can't do ours for this next screening, so we need like a 30-second... Oh no! This is going to come out well after that screen. Yeah, never yeah, mind. Well, if, we, we got if it. There's a way for you to send a mind dream back in time to before the uh, July screening. Please yeah. do it, Weston. I can't tell if you're hammered if you ate too many apples. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is crazy. Like, Brett and I came over earlier, and then Weston is like, "Hey, would you guys want like some apples?" And we're like, uh, "Are there fucking razor blades in these?" Or? <laughs> Guys, guys, I just I just sent my mind back in time from the future. We shouldn't tell the audience about the apples. (laughs) Yeah, uh, and he was like, "I already washed them for you guys." Uh, I don't know. I I ate the apple. I I don't know if something bad is going to happen to me. I ate an apple too. So, well, okay, let's uh, apples, apples, oranges, super Castlevania (laughs) four. the cover oh <laughs> such a sweet segue there's no connect connective tissue i just hit the button well i said apples and oranges but uh <laughs> speaking of connective tissue this uh this illustration uh that, that's true you did say credit where it's due you provided the segue <laughs> i didn't actually do it you did <laughs> thank, thank you uh, th- this illustration of Simon Belmont on the cover is pretty good, except something is really wrong with that man's bicep. It looks like the tendon has popped and his Ooh. bicep is stuck up near his shoulder, like what happens to you know, like UFC fighters. Yeah, he's looks very strong. I'm I'm working out actually recently, hey. so maybe that maybe that'll be me in a couple of years. All hey, right. how is that? Like, what kind of workout do you do? Uh, honestly, I just I get, I get there and I get out. <laughs> <laughs> I, I show up, I take a look at the machines, and I go straight home. <laughs> I go in. I'm like, ooh, that Arby's I passed was pretty tasty. Mm, I'm uh, going to need to gather my strength for this. And you go get some French fries. Uh, yeah, I'll go with Chase, and I just kind of like follow along on whatever like his thing is. Oh, right on. And yeah. then if I'm by myself, I just do the machines. Okay. I had a personal trainer once in Austin in like 2006, and I showed up with uh, with Wendy's. Like a crispy chicken sandwich. This true. Did you yeah, really like do a this? giant, giant soft drink. He's like, what are, what are you doing there? I'm like, I got to eat before the workout. <laughs> I can't believe you never told me this story before. That's so That's super funny. I, I don't, I can't believe you did that. <laughs> yeah. yeah uh, normally you eat after the workout. Well, now he tells me. <laughs> No, yeah, wonder, no wonder I didn't turn into Simon Belmont. How did you stick with your personal trainer for a while? Like how long did that last? Uh, like I don't know, like two years. Two, oh wow, yeah. Didn't Do that you, guy get you to hurt yourself lifting yeah, weights? Yeah, I got a I got a hernia from this guy. Oh, he's oh, wrong really? twice. He's wrong about the Wendy's. He's wrong about the lifting. <laughs> he got a Wendy's hernia. Yeah, he's good. Um, I'll provide. <laughs> we'll put a link to his uh, personal training practice in the show notes. <laughs> <laughs> it's just he's the Burger King guy. <laughs> The Bob's Big Boy man. Boy. Uh, did you guys see this ad on the inside where it's like they had a free page? So there, there's an ad to subscribe to the magazine, which has the the new the link from the new comic, which rules. But then there's this page where it's just like hook them together, and it's like yep. trying to get people to buy both a Super Nintendo and an NES. Right? Yes, I, I I also read this, and I specifically commented on it. What the fuck is this talking about? Because it's <laughs> the the appeal is hook them together. Just all they're doing is plugging both systems well, to the TV. I think this is for really stupid parents who don't understand. Like, let's say that you're, yeah. you're a kid, your kid has an NES, and they're like, I want a Super Nintendo for Christmas. And they're like, oh, well, we, you can't hook more than one up to the TV. 
Oh, you said oh. That, you think they're just trying to like say, hey, you can have both hooked up to the yeah, TV. like hey, hey, yeah, because you just daisy chain the little RF boxes, right? Right. I don't even know what that means. Uh, so back back in the day, <laughs> you had those screw in cable boxes. So you turned your TV to like channel three. I do remember turning to channel three at my grandma's house. Yeah. <laughs> that's, um. Yep. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. The, <laughs> I mean, now, now that you've explained it, I'm not like. I guess that kind of makes that, sense. That makes a lot of sense. This SNES <laughs> illustration. The power is, button. <laughs> what What is up with this Super Nintendo illustration? Because its <laughs> proportions are all wrong. It's and like also, this, it's like white. And also, the Nintendo is white, were, at least on my PDF. Yeah, hmm. it's white for me as well. Were they more of a. Uh, I know, like, the system's yellow over time. Did they come yellow? No, that's no, just no, no. when you um, you piss on your systems, <laughs> which most people did because that's how. If the cartridge won't run, that's how you clean the cartridge connectors. And then after a while, it just it turns brown. Oh yeah, I was about to say mine was brown for some reason. Mailbox. Uh, this uh, this player's pulse. This mailbox starts out with. I guess they solicited readers to send in pictures of like figurines and stuffed video game characters that people had made. And the first one here is from a kid named Donovan, and that's hard to believe. And he also <laughs> had his mom make him Battletoads, which I think is doubly hard to believe. Uh, and I, I mean, I know you're being like critical, but like this mom is really great at making toys. Like these yeah. actually look like legitimate, um, like licensed. They sure do. Uh, if she's real. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I was just like, uh, <laughs> Uh, her 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 like art. Oh, they're good. great. Yeah. And under this, there's uh, there's a sculpted uh, Mega Man made out of clay, and and a Rush dog made out of clay. And I'll just say this: if you're out there, Lindsay Beckner of Middletown, Ohio, uh, will you please marry me? <laughs> 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 it's like, oh, this little seven year old girl spends her time sculpting Mega Man. It's like, yeah, where has she been all my life? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Yeah, how old would she be now? Probably thirty. She's probably our age. Yeah, yeah me and Andy's age. age. Um, um, so, Lindsay, this is like love to have you on the show. <laughs> this is like finding a girl who grew up obsessed with the X Files. It's just like when you find him, you gotta just hold him really tight and never let go. Yeah, yeah. like like a giant tapeworm mutant, <laughs> or like a barnacle. <laughs> is that an X Files monster? Also, no, just like you know. Like barnacles attach themselves to ships. I'm in. Let's like, buy, the, let's buy. like the federal government in the '90s. Am I right? Yeah. Like a I'm gonna cut that fucking, out. I'm sorry, guys. Fucking bear trap. I'm not paying my taxes. <laughs> <laughs> what what else is going on in this mailbox? Uh, yeah. I mean, really, I didn't hit anything else. It's um, just great. It's just a great letter section with. <laughs> wonderful kids doing cool things. And what, what do you guys, what about this write up on the Hudson Hawk scavenger hunt <laughs> players poll contest prize? Uh, do you guys read this? It is okay. Has anybody here actually seen Hudson Hawk? Cause I've not, I don't know. What Hudson Hawk I, is. I saw it's a, the, it's a Bruce the, Willis movie that bombed when it came out. I remember seeing the video game at super video our one of our local video stores in Katy, Texas. I never saw the movie, but I saw this and then watched the trailer this morning it seems funny yeah i think this is one of those movies where it was a little it was a little unfair the treatment it got at the time like apparently it's better than it seems than it 
Okay. Right. So there's a there's a thing in all the copy that goes with the photos of these kids doing their scavenger hunt in San Diego based on the Hudson Hawk movie uh, about like cappuccinos. Right. Is that an element in the movie? Apparently, this is a catchphrase from the movie. Oh. It's, it's uh, the catchphrase is "Hey, where can I get a cappuccino?" <laughs> <laughs> and it's you know it's on the tip of everybody's tongue. What kid isn't obsessed with Hudson Hawk and its inimitable catchphrase? Hey, where can I get a cup a cappuccino? <laughs> I thought I thought the uh, the copywriter is being racist to the Italian kids who won the contest. <laughs> I mean, I feel like as a kid, like sometimes I wouldn't laugh at a joke. I'd laugh at like it sounding like a joke. Oh, like, yeah. I, I could feel myself being a kid and and hearing like Bruce Willis charmingly saying, "Hey, hey. where? Hey, where can I get where a, cup, I of, get a cap- yeah. cup of cappuccino?" And I could like, and I, I'd be cappuccino, cappuccino, and I would just like repeat that to my friends and not get a laugh and be like, "Ah, oh, fuck!" I thought, <laughs> I thought that was funny. It yeah, sounded like that was supposed to be me. funny. They tricked me. Well, actually, I've got my own uh, sound effect for this. Because uh, okay. okay, so uh, I've we the Mega Man game's been popping up, and it's Mega Man Four. I've been uh, I've been playing the Mega Man games with the with the magazine, Great. And, I, and I feel like I've been trying to make a feature out of it, and it just feels, it doesn't feel like it's concrete enough. So I've I've got my own sound effects to start it. Oh, fuck. <laughs> okay, yeah. All right. Uh, it's, the, it's, my, it's the Mega Man feature. I, I that sounds play, great. What's that from? Uh, that's <laughs> God damn it. Uh, it's Hudson from, Hawk. <laughs> the, the, the NES Hudson Hawk. Where can I get a cappuccino? <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I just I've uh, I've been playing the Mega Man games and they're great. Uh, oh, so you're down with the Blue Bomber? I'm, I, I am. I. I do want to just say my thoughts on Mega Man real quick. Yeah. Great. Let's do it. <laughs> no, I, I, re- I respect that you've gone. I've not finished any Mega Man game, yeah. I don't think. Okay, I just want to give my one critique. Like, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll give uh, the Mega Man games to keep on adding new mechanics, which are great. The slide mechanic's great. Being able to charge your beam is great. The graphics, top is in this one. Mm-hmm. The graphics are getting, like, so good that it feels like Shuffle Knight. Like, it feels like they're hitting Ooh. that, like, really, like beautiful art like they're really figuring out how to like make the nas work like right you're like jumping into like big pools of water and going underwater and like going against like it's just it's becoming really dynamic and cool and when Mega Man is underwater he can jump the whole screen yeah and like when you're in the water it affects your movement and can i just say don't jump all the way into some spikes (laughs) (laughs) the spikes are getting scarier per entry uh the only thing that I don't like that they're adding is they keep on dragging out the final segment longer and longer. Like the whole appeal of Mega Man is that it's like you can pick these bosses in any order. Right. And like that's the fun of it, right? Uh, it's weird that they end with this really long dragging segment of like 10 levels in a row that well, you don't get to do it any order. Well, it's you like, see here in the magazine, it's it's throwing you off the scent. There's a new villain in Mega Man 4, <laughs> Dr. Cossack. Yeah, um, but wait, but oh yeah, it's every fucking every Mega Man game ends up wait, with a big twist. Wait a minute, it's really Doctor Wily. Oh! <laughs> oh, <laughs> they actually in the second one, which I thought Hang was on. sick. <laughs> it's really Doctor Wily. <laughs> the second one actually had a cool turn. Second, I, I believe, if I'm remembering correctly, <laughs> the second one starts with. Dr. Wily, you kill him and he's a robot and it's actually a, a big alien and then you kill the alien and it's actually Dr. Wily. Yeah. That was a fun... I love that. 
I love that a lot. Yeah. Uh, um, I will just say Mega Man 4 is probably the NES game that I played the single most out of any NES game. Really? And it was like in my NES for years. Because there was a part where I sort of stopped playing it after getting new systems, but it was just... It's, in there. That was like your go was it like a comfort to play it? Yeah, I love this game. I love the music. Damn, I mean so good. I'm just thinking like Skull Man theme. Nee nee neat 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 nee neat neat. Um <laughs> Is this where the character <laughs> Skull Man came from? From the old uh it's a sketch you and Kyle did, right? Yeah, something we did something about Skull Man. Doesn't he That's- like sacrifice he's a bully who sacrifices himself to save the school from exploding? <laughs> Yeah. And then everybody's like, Skull Man. Yeah. Uh, I thought the, whatever the like Egypt stage was with Pharaoh Man. Pharaoh Man. <laughs> right on the nose there. Uh, awesome song. I don't remember exactly trying. what it was. How's it go? How's it go? I don't remember. Uh, uh, Egypt. <laughs> wow. That's, uh, where's wow. my cappuccino? Oh, I just remember there's a rain. There's a level that has rain. Yes. That's Toad Man. Toad Man. Yeah. There was one day where my parents went to go to like some dinner or something and they had rented me Mega Man 4. This is before I inherited Kyle Sweeney's copy that I never gave back to him. (laughs) Um, And I just, it was like raining, thunderstorming outside and I'm playing the Toad Man level. It's raining outside. It's raining in the game. And it was just one of my favorite video game memories. Oh, wow. wow. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's the end of the segment. Uh, Hey, uh, Monster in My Pocket, I tried playing this game after I saw it in the issue, and I'm surprised, and uh, actually, it's pretty good. I've got a monster in my pocket. (laughs) 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 All right, you don't get to use that at the end of every segment. (laughs) We we need to have a consistent... Hey, we're going to get a cup of cappuccino. (laughs) I feel like that's... Okay. No, no, no. What, what were you going to say? Oh, I feel like the Mega Man exploding sound effects is like, oh, that sucks. But I feel like the cappuccino quote is good. <laughs> That's a good point. So hey, let me, let's try it again. Hey, um, where can I get a cup of cappuccino? <laughs> Does that one work? We're here at uh, Tecmo Super Bowl. I did want to say, okay, so for that that Tecmo Super Bowl section, I will say it's formatted like a newspaper, and it has to be the least terrible sports game feature they've done. Yeah, they, they put a little bit of effort into this one. It, like like you are saying about other parts of the issue, they finally figured out how to not be confusing with sports games. Because um, uh, long-time listeners will remember, early on, they would take like three football games at once and just talk about them alternate, like, yeah, in an alternating like- like round yeah. robin, you couldn't tell what the hell they kind of right. bundled them together. Redheaded stepchild of Nintendo games. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. This comic though, um, oh my god! Yeah, so we're, we're we're on the first of the. Th- they introduced three comics in this one. Uh, they they introduced the first one, which is the Zelda Link to the Past comic book. Yeah, so this is done by is this like a manga artist? What is his name? Shitaro Ishinomori. I don't know. The the art is fucking fantastic. I think it's Wait. it's like so charming. I uh, I have such great memories of reading this comic. I think I started to get a subscription right around this point, somewhere okay. in 1992. Uh, um, I just looked this guy up, and first of all, incredible hair. Look at this guy. Oh, he, uh, oh wow. The, so the artist and the writer of this comic, uh, I guess he passed away in 1998, unfortunately. But uh, yeah, this... 
we're gonna be out of a job because this comic actually rules. Yeah, he, he kind of gave Link similar hair to himself. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> he's got a big. Hair. He's got like. <laughs> A big fro of curly hair. He yeah. looks amazing. Big uh, round face, big curly hair. And this feels like this is kind of like very reminiscent of just like, I think if you think of what the early Zelda art was like, this is what it was. Right. 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 This, like, it's not like this art is just pretty on brand. And it's also very true to the game. I mean, this. Yeah. This all literally happens. I mean, plus or minus some, you know. Yeah, thought bubbles. yeah. It's like the, the, yeah, the whole comic is literally like they kind of just go a tiny bit deeper into the. 30, 45 minutes of Link yeah. to the Past. Yeah, so if you've played Link to the Past, which I have to assume many of our listeners have, this gets you through to uh, Link and Zelda's escape from the castle. So mm-hmm. Link wakes up in bed with the psychic message from Zelda. He finds his uncle. Thunderstorm. Uh, who they, they kill his uncle in the comic. Yeah, I, I don't remember that being... I remember... Is that in the game? Do you like yeah, walk he's, into he's your like, uncle fighting someone? He's like slumped over, and then he gives you his... His sword. sword. He looks okay. dead, but when you beat the game, he it says uh, your uncle recovers as one of the little scenes from the credits. Um, oh, and does, that's nice. Does Zelda escape? In this one, Zelda escapes with you with him. Does that happen in the game? Yeah, you escape with her to the sanctuary, and then they kind of skip ahead because she's at the sanctuary. I think for the first part of the game, like the first few dungeons, and then Agnum, evil wizard guy, gets a hold of her, which they kind of just do in this. I don't know. It's it's the story of Link to the Past. Yeah, I I, I gotta say, um, the art was great and it was really charming. Uh, and I know if I was a kid, I'd fucking love this. But uh, as an adult, pretty white bread and boring. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, if, he hates it. If we're, ta- if we're talking shit about the comic, um, I also found, like, there's just a ton of exposition in it. Like, more than I would, you know, Link is already a, like a fish out of water character who doesn't know what's going on. Leave a little mystery in. Don't tell us everything. Yeah. Because the minute he has a question, Zelda is just like, oh, yeah, there's some wise men or something. Yeah, oh, like, yeah. there's like a huge just uh, uh, dialogue panel. The seven wise men and the seven silly maidens. Uh, right. And things, womp, womp, womp. things that they say are recapped. Twice, yeah, but I think that probably the artist got the note. The, these are dumb kids. You got to spell it out for them. Yeah, for sure. There's also a weird thing they do with these comics where they credit the original uh, artist and writer uh, here, and then for the English translation, they whoever did that translation is just credited as a copywriter. So Dan Osen is the name of the guy for the Zelda comic, and is that I don't know if that's a normal way to credit people who do. The uh, like a language adaptation. I don't know. It'd be like English translation or something. Mm. I don't know. Anyways, I don't know. But whoever it is, according to Brett, they suck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, I think if you just got rid of all the dialogue bubbles, I think I would have liked this a lot more. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm sure that can be done. So if you, somebody wants to Photoshop that, please, yeah. please send it. Yeah, I think that'd be ideal. Or just uh, fill every single dialogue bubble with. Uh, uh, where can I find a good cappuccino? <laughs> Mario's. <laughs> uh, yeah, so the comic ends with uh, Link knows he's got to go get the Master Sword, and uh, he's running out of uh, like the the sanctuary. Actually, looks super cool in the it comic. It looks awesome. It's this, it's a very uh, like almost Notre Dame esque, like this towering church. For my shit talking, I, I've decided to keep reading these. I'm excited for more of these. Uh, Andy, how was it to go? Is this Nostalgia City for you? Ex- extreme nostalgia. Um, I ordered the as soon as it became available. There was a what would you call it? A 
paperback. Like a graphic novel. Yeah, it's a graphic novel compilation of all 12 of these. Okay. And I've never been more excited to receive anything from the mail. Yeah. And and it was was always like, Mom, is the mail come? No, not today. (laughs) Mom, is the mail come? Yeah. And then I'd like forgotten about it. Moom. And then it finally arrived and I was like, no one come in my room. Because I'm going to be reading all 12 editions of Link's Adventure. Did you like read it multiple times? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was like. It was really. Yeah. I, I still have it. Um, I should I should find it from my closet. Is your closet still just like a waist high pile of junk? Yeah. Or did it get organized? I organized it once and then it turned into a waste pile. It's like, it's like collectible stuff, right? There's a lot of, there was like a lot of like the earthbound box and, uh, and, uh, strategy guide. Wow. And like my box for the soup, like all the, all the game systems, homework from third grade, uh, (laughs) binders of our comics and stuff. Yeah. uh, Lived in there. I think I had like a bunch of boxes, like all this, like old creative stuff. Um, and it went to my dad, and I'm, I think there's a chance he just threw it all out. There's a chance that's all I got. <laughs> what the hell is this shit? Get it out of Fucking pictures that are bad. <laughs> when my parents moved out of childhood home to their current house, uh, all of my stuff got put into a bin along with like the box in my closet that was all the notes exchanged with girls. And I was just like, y'all didn't read those, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there's anything graphic in them. I'm just like, oh my yeah. god! Can you imagine how cringe? Oh my god! Can you just imagine they're like both having glasses of wine? Like, oh my god! Yeah. Honestly, I bet some of them are pretty good because I did, I did uh, date well above my uh, like class in, <laughs> like I, I dated way cooler girls than me who were better read. I remember there being one girl in particular who she went on like a two week trip to France and wrote me kind of a journal, like a multi-page, like five pages front and back thing. And at the end, she's just like, so are we going to date or like, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, she's going on about French architecture and poetry and food. And you're like, I like Nintendo. (laughs) Yeah. That was a, that's a great example of how useless I was at romance when I was like 16. (laughs) I got a note one time, uh, from a girl and she was like, Hey, let's hang out. Let's hang out tonight. If you are not Bizet, B I Z E T, like the composer. And I was like, Whoa, I'm punching above my weight also. Um, I think I just had like (laughs) phone sex. Uh, do you guys have anything on classified info? We can skip that. Did you cyber? <laughs> uh, I definitely like, I definitely have like a, I mean, this was in middle school, but it was like, I definitely you had phone sex and yeah. <laughs> finish your thought. I cut yeah, you off. Like I like text. I, I like did uh, phone sex through texting. So it was like, ba- yeah, baby. I got cum all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> For real? How, For yeah. real or wow. How, anatomically and like process accurate do you think that stuff was I, no i remember i was like confused i remember like i specifically had one where i was like literally like in a hotel room uh like i was on a vacation and i was phone sexting i was literally like in the same like i was like my dad was like in the bed over and i was just like <laughs> i was like scared i, I felt like i kind of like 
I just, I didn't know what I was doing. So you're having your dad sit the, the bed next to you and you're like jerking. <laughs> no, I wasn't doing anything. I was just texting it, pretending I was. Oh, okay. I was just lying to her. How so old you're were just you? like. <laughs> um, I don't even want to go there. It was like seventh or eighth grade. So I would have been like, well, how Mr. old are you? Mr. Hotshot middle school having sexting with. Girls in seventh yeah, I mean, grade over here. I, I wasn't talking to girls in real life. I was just sexting one girl. <laughs> nice. We're here at Teen- Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles two, back from the sewers for the Game Boy. Um. Yeah. <laughs> I- <laughs> so, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, yeah. I don't know. Do you guys have any thoughts on this? Nope. This looks like a good game. Good. Uh, I don't have any, we should skip Beetlejuice also. I don't care. Yeah, I think all these Game Boy ones. Um, oh, I have one thing about Beetlejuice. Okay. It looks like a game I would have <laughs> bought, um, but or like rented, and it, it would be terrible. Yeah. But I would have played it for months because I had very limited options. Right. Oh, yeah. Did you? That happened with a lot of Game Boy games, especially. Yeah, well, there were trying a lot of good ones at this point. Yeah. As well. One one game that's mentioned in this issue is Terminator 2 on Game Boy, which is a horrible game. <laughs> yeah. But I, I probably spent, I don't know, 100 hours playing it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I, what I liked about you when you were a child is you never tried to convince people bad games were good. You never talked to me and you're like, oh, Terminator 2 on the Game Boy is so good. You just kept playing it. Yeah. But it was like we didn't have unlimited games, you know? Yeah. So you had to, like, you had the Star Trek game. I thought you. That's right. I got that from I thought Matt Robesfeld when I bought his uh, Game Boy. I thought you were like the spoiled household who had like all the games and stuff. He's still middle class. There are limits. Oh, okay. uh, yeah, there are limits. <laughs> um, I mean, I probably had like, I don't know, like 10 Game Boy games or okay. like a handful and maybe 10 NES games and like five Super Nintendo games. So, but, but there wasn't like an unlimited supply of games. Got it. Yeah, I didn't have that many. Hey, uh, Prince of Persia on Game Boy seems like it would be actually good. That's the next one here. Because Prince of Persia, <laughs> super cool game. Yeah, but... Uh, All right, well, I like Prince of Persia. <laughs> no, it looks, it looks, um, looks uh, good. <sighs> uh, okay, okay we're here at the next comic. The it's second the comic book. Super Mario Adventures. I gotta say, um, I absolutely love this one. This comic is so awesome. I, uh, so... Our comics tend to be like the comics they have tends to either be in two categories, either followable and white bread and boring or completely unhinged and unfollowable. This is both. It's unhinged and you can follow it. Yeah. It's, it's, I'm, it's, I was impressed. It's yeah. so chaotic. It doesn't. But it works. So let, I let, thought I think we got to try to try to summarize it because it is so insane and slapstick. But so the Mario well, bros are going to. Princess Peach's castle. Are you going to skip that, that it starts as a musical? Yeah, well, that, that, that was the next thing. They, they are singing a song together oh about God, how I they're really good at plumbing. I didn't even realize that. And Yeah, uh, it's uh, a comic book musical for the first page. It's, it's extremely cute. We are the Mushroom Kingdoms, Plumbers Extraordinaire, Super Mario Brothers, what a pair. And they like really lean into them both being plumbers and Italian. Right, and they're yeah. so cute. They're like really cute and short. They're extremely cute, and um, as the comic goes on, so they show up in the basement, and I guess like the the toads tried to add plumbing to the castle on their own because it's a huge fucking mess. There's just pipes everywhere, yeah. and they're like, "You have to fix this today because we're gonna have a party." 
And then Mario's like, let's go to work. And Luigi's like, I can't. I have, I'm hungry. I can't work on an empty stomach. Oh, and one thing I thought, too, was uh, like they see the pipes and they freak out. And he screams, Egad, which apparently is like a, a curse word or something. It's like, kind yeah. of like, it's like a very light curse word. Yeah, it's for it. children. Uh, but a child swear. Yeah. So, but there's also a character in Dang Mario it. named Egad. Dang it. Named Egad. Go to your room. Professor Egad. <gasps> so I, I didn't know that was like, oh. uh, I didn't know that was like a real word. Mario's. Well. It's the only time where that sound is appropriate is <laughs> in this comic. <laughs> uh, I gotta say Mario being just like batshit enthused <laughs> to connect these different pipes and Luigi being like kind of constantly panicked and overwhelmed is really funny. Well, Luigi's main thing is he didn't eat his lunch. Yeah, yeah so he's hangry. <laughs> he brought some cannelloni. Yeah, he said like there's like great lines like you had breakfast, now put down that pasta and pick up a wrench. <laughs> <laughs> right. So then some I would say some pretty crazy things start <laughs> happening. Yeah. So um Mario's yeah, Mario's just like red pipes to red pipes, blue pipes to blue pipes. And like, you can see in his eyes, there's pipes. Like he, he, that man yeah, he loves, he loves living and like living and breathing. And, plumbing. and on the, on the flip side, Luigi says, I've been having pipe dreams about the cannoli. About, <laughs> about a cannoli. <laughs> yeah. So e- even back in the day, you know, like 30 years ago now, uh, Luigi is like a coward and weak. Well, yeah, he's, he's hungry. Yeah, yeah. You're right. It's probably cause he's hungry. Um, and then one of the big green pipes bursts out of the ground and a a, ch- a chomp plant. Oh, what are those plants called? A piranha oh. plant. Uh, chomps Mario's nose, and yeah. it, I yeah. was immediately reminded of this comic, like how extremely over the top their reactions are when <laughs> yeah. they're hurt. It's wild, and it's well. It's also like it's not this pipe isn't part of the pipes that they were like fixing. It just like bursts out of the ground out of nowhere. Well, I I yeah. couldn't tell if due to their incompetence. <laughs> That they, oh, mess, yeah. they messed something up and then created a portal to where the Koopas are. Yeah, you think like this is their doing? I, I think there's a strong possibility of that. Because they seem very, I mean, I love their enthusiasm, but they seem very stupid. <laughs> that would be, be a great point if you like had, if you hired plumbers and they came, yeah, like they're really happy and they're jumping around, but just fucking up your house. Right, yeah, they're, yeah. they're there for 30 seconds. One of them like, I'm hungry. And it's like, what is going on in there? Yeah, they, they go down to the basement. You hear <laughs> one of them like, screaming, I'm hungry. And the other one's yelling at him. And you hear a huge crashing noise. And then the other one starts screaming. <laughs> Which I think we can all agree is extremely funny. <laughs> yeah, that's what happened. Yeah, that's super funny. So yeah, all the all the teleport pipes are popping out of the ground, and all the monsters are coming out, and uh, the Mario Brothers have fucked this one up big time. <laughs> yeah. And then what should be happening? But this whole scene is a video game that is being played by Princess Peach and some of the Toad. I creatures. Thought, I thought it was just going to somewhere else in the castle. Yeah, like, this is the, what she's doing. I thought it was like a meta joke. So like, it's like there, this pipe shit's happening, and then cut to Peach, and she's playing Mario Bros. Joke. But I don't. But I don't understand. Are I don't understand because she's playing There's Super Mario Bros. Here. I think it's clear to me that the princess was probably like, I'm going to hire these guys because they look like that video game I love. And it's just a coincidence. Okay, I was I was really confused because I'm like, wait, she invited the plumbers over, but then she's playing a video game of them plumbing. Uh, yeah, no, I I, I think uh, it's just a joke, Andy. <laughs> uh, so then the to- all the toads start screaming at each other in the same like ridiculously panicky over the top way, uh, which makes me so happy because apparently the princess is the only sane person. 
and this entire kingdom and everyone else just screams all the time. And yeah, everybody else screams and their like, eyes bulge out of their face. Yeah. <laughs> it's like characters in a Scott Pilgrim and comic. And they've got like big mustaches. <laughs> yeah, so they're, they're, they're trying to warn the princess and her guards are like, this is her playtime. Uh, and then, of course, they look outside and there's an army of Super Mario World bad guys popping out of the pipes. And they're all like getting eaten by... They're eating the toads and they're all screaming. Yeah, to- the, the, the toads are like very much like the three stooges. Yeah, like they're pretty useless. Her bodyguards are just getting swamped by the bad guys. It's so, a lot so- like um, uh, Princess Bubblegum and the candy candy creatures. So picture this. Ooh. You're you're at uh, your your kid and, and you're at home and the parents have called plumbers that then go into the basement and you hear a lot of clattering and screaming. <laughs> and then your parents also like start falling around like the three stooges and clattering and screaming. Right. I just I, <laughs> that's I, the I, plot of this comic. Why well, I, I think you bring up a good point, which is that this is all an unlikely scenario. <laughs> <laughs> uh <laughs> So we get a few more panels of like more monsters uh, biting Luigi, and just like when Mario was bitten, it's extremely funny. And Luigi, uh, uh, I would like to mention that he's lost his appetite, right? And also, one of the little piranha plants is biting uh, is biting his, uh, Luigi's cute little butt. <laughs> it's true, and it makes his mustache point like uh, straighten out in sharp points, like uh, Waluigi's. <laughs> Uh, and then Mario saves him by crushing the small of his back, which makes his tongue pop out, and the tip of his tongue is a heart. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought that was like his heart shot up, out of his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> like, how did you know or like? I, it's, it could be that, or he's either in love or with Mario for saving him, or his spine is crushed. Yeah, he's. <laughs> it could really be either one. Uh, Mario then does, I think, what we would all do in this situation when he uses a smaller pipe to wedge a Goomba into it and then blows on the pipe to shoot the Goomba like a cannonball (laughs) to take out many enemies. And then Luigi says, now that's what they call Spitfire. (laughs) As he mounts Mario. As he mounts Mario like a tank. (laughs) Yeah, or or Yoshi. (laughs) And then, uh, uh, yeah, basically... um, King Cooper shows up. Yeah, the, the <laughs> Bowser. Uh, Bowser pops like yeah. They, it seems like uh, Mario's uh, tank maneuver really really paid off, but unfortunately, the final person to come out of a pipe is Bowser. Yeah, right. if we're and to believe the uh, the artwork in this, he has killed every creature yes, that came yeah. out of the pipes since the beginning. And if you're in the Mushroom Kingdom, the last person you want to <laughs> pop out of a pipe is is Bowser, especially when he has King, a King microphone. Cooper himself. <laughs> Yeah, he's got a microphone. I don't know what he's planning on doing with that microphone. Is that like a th- when is that a thing? Does Bowser have microphones? Maybe in this comic. Maybe he's gonna. I don't know. Sing a song. Honestly, maybe they're <laughs> setting up the next uh, musical bit for the next one. Oh my god, I can't wait. That sounds incredible. I love this. This comic is so great. It's great. It's so great. They should. They should just adapt. Nintendo has like a new movie studio or something. They should just do this. Yeah, honestly, I, I wouldn't be surprised if it was. I can oh picture. Like, can you imagine how amazing a movie of them just like getting bitten and screaming all the time? <laughs> yeah, like, that'd be so great. Chris, Chris Pratt um, blowing blowing Goombas out of his mouth, um, and Charlie Day wanting to eat lunch. Uh, why is Chris Pratt Mario? I, I feel like as an Italian. It, this is like Scarlett Johansson playing like Japanese. Yeah, uh, yeah, goes to the shell. Can't uh, do that. Kus- uh, Can't Motoko do that. Kusanagi. Yeah, doesn't. <sighs> Sorry to get on my high horse. Hey, do you guys want to take a break? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 
Hey, you're listening to the Now You're Playing With Podcast, the podcast. Are you ready? This is the Beer Break, brought to you by Howard and Nestor. Hey, I'm Nestor. Um, glub up that beer, my friend. Here we go! Hey, it's me, Pimple, of the Battletoads. Hey, what are you doing in my front door, drunk? What's going on? Hey, you do, do, do you have something to say? You, you listen to my radio show? Pop that pimple in the morning, K Rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one where you. 1997's like, Southern California. Where you drive time of the year? Piss off guests. Yeah, yeah. We, we had a lot of fun back in the day. That, <laughs> you, me, and the other listener, <laughs> listeners, listeners, me, me and the boys. Why, are, why is there glass shards all over the ground? Yeah, it's, I smashed my <laughs> smashed my bottle of Thunderbird. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, well, yeah. What are you, what are you trying to sell me? Uh, Battletoads are going on tour, but. Yeah, it's not important. Never mind. All right, let's get back to the guys. Okay, we're back. We're back. We're back. We're back. Uh, hey. Yeah, okay. So we're at the counselor's corner, um, and there's one change. They, they kind of changed formats on it. They did. Why don't you tell us what it is? I, um, I didn't notice what I, I was reading. And, uh, back to this like magazine being better. I think they done little touch-ups through every section that's better but so normally they have like all these tips that the counselors give and then at the end they give you like four counselors headshot that's kind of like detached from that but now instead they're giving you the headshot of the person who's giving the tip simple as that I like yeah that. so it's like yeah you ask a question how do i get out of the forest of illusion three in super and, mario world yeah and Je- anyone's jeffrey like, decker's got us mullet and all thank you jeff i'm, I'm gonna look at this guy with my tip <laughs> no thank you <laughs> I mean, I, I would never ask the question, how do I get out of Forest of Illusion 3? Because, like, I'm not a fucking idiot. <laughs> but, um... Yeah. Uh, well, I would, because I did have trouble with that. No, I had I had big problems with Forest of Illusion. Uh, yeah, I, I couldn't I could get my secret <laughs> to know on. <laughs> well, I, didn't, well, I didn't know if I could hook more than one system up to my TV. <laughs> Hey, uh, it's a feature on uh, Super Castlevania 4. Yeah. Do you want to keep on talking about working out with the, with the section? Sure. <laughs> uh, I haven't talked about working out yet. Oh, uh, go yeah. for it. What's, go your, for what's it. your current exercise routine? Um, I do three max effort uh, push-up sets every morning. Ooh. Because uh, I want to strengthen my shoulder girdle. <laughs> Uh, and it's worked, and it. I highly recommend just waking up and doing a bunch of push-ups. How many, how many, how many do you get? Mm. Oh God! When I started out, I was not in great shape. I get, I can do over twenty for the first set, and usually like fifteen to twenty for the next two. Nice. So that's that's not terrible. I get a little stronger. Respect a lot, uh, Andy. What's your what's your working out routine currently? Uh, we have a lot of stairs in my house. It's <laughs> <laughs> three flights of stairs. So I probably have really tight buns, but that's about it. <laughs> Hell yeah, man! Hell yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Okay, uh, do, you, do, 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 do any of you guys like the Super Castlevania games? Oh, wait, I have one more thing about working out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, what else? Um, hmm. My uh, fiancé, who <laughs> just got engaged. Hey. Uh, congratulations. congratulations. Mario's. Mario's. Oh. That's right. I did a good one. That- Is it entering the next Mega Man level? Marriage. My wife. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, she worked on this show. I'm not going to say which one. But it was like all of these older women uh, on the staff and they would all like, oh, yeah, I fucked my trainer. 
like, oh yeah, I fucked my trainer. Okay. And like, they all fucked their trainer. And it's like, <laughs> I didn't think that was a real thing. Like the other day, are they talking about when I, I was just like, no, I married, I cheated on my husband with, uh, with, uh, my trainer. Jesus. It's like, it's like oh, this, this is real. So I guess, um, I don't know. Be suspicious of your we life. Should, we should, uh, become trainers. <laughs> if you want to have a happy life. Don't let a personal trainer work with your wife. <laughs> or, te- or tennis pros, yeah. pool boys, plumbers. Um, mm, yep. What about... Um, <laughs> yeah, I think that's it. I, think I just think that's one of the perks of being a trainer, I guess. Like, yeah. Uh, but uh, pest exterminators. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like, hey, I killed all your, all your cockroaches. <laughs> Oh, come here. I mean, <laughs> thank you properly. My husband is away. <laughs> mm, you got all of the mm, the flea infestation. All right, you can hey. delete that. <laughs> uh, this is also the... Centerfold. And it's the centerfold, and it's got a great big uh, map of the Castlevania Four world, which seems to be hovering in space, which I don't think land does that. But on the other side, it's the Rocketeer. Oh, wait. Um, Super Castlevania Four is a good game. I got it at Toys R Us because it was on sale. And um, <laughs> Right, right. And I just want to, if I may, maybe we could sort of track in the actual Castlevania theme while I'm singing it right now. <laughs> Hey, you got it. Uh, I, <laughs> you like my edition? At the time, I didn't like Castlevania 4 because it didn't have the anime bullshit that Metroidvania games later adopted, but uh, I've really come around on it. I think that game is really good. It is good. If you guys talked about in Castlevania when you whip parts of the wall and you can have meat... Yep, wall meat. Yeah, we have to talk about wall meat. Yeah. We talked about wall meat a couple of times. <laughs> I've never experienced wall meat myself. We but, had a conversation uh, where you talked about how it'd be nice to be able to order in advance what kind of meat you'd like to find inside <laughs> of trash bins or walls. I would want. I would not want meat. You wouldn't want any type of meat inside you want your like walls. A salad. Yeah, I'd want like a salad or something. <laughs> I would just do the bag of croutons because yeah. I'm down to eat a bag of croutons straight. Probably like something that's like in a in a bag, like yeah, just like Cheetos. a can of peanuts. <laughs> Picture this. You you bust open a trash can while you're cleaning up the mean streets. Inside, bag of apples. <laughs> you and your fucking apples. Do you ever um you know in Zelda Breath of the Wild when you when you uh pick apples from the tree and makes that little noise? Oh sure. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then you're like eating all the apples and he goes ow, 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 ow. Yeah. Do you ever go to the grocery store and like you're getting the apples and you just picture the the sound effect? Um, I, I picture uh, burning the apples, so then they yeah. become roasted apples, and they give me more hearts. I, yeah, every time I grab an item from the uh, grocery store, I, I, I hold up the item and go. Yeah, you're energized with with Mega Man's new power, and I just run around the store screaming, "I'm Link!" When you when you trip on one of the on the edge of one of the shelves, do you then explode into circles? Yeah. Hey guys. <laughs> hey guys. I'm my name is Alink. I'm from a magical kingdom known as Hyrule. Oh my god. Everybody listening at home, it's Link from the Legend of Zelda franchise. Hello everyone. Oh my god. Someone pulls like a lucky charms 
box and my face is immediately behind it, dressed as Zelda. <laughs> Hi, I'm Link. <laughs> you gotta help me. Link, I have, I, have, <laughs> I have a quest for you. Link, I have a quest for you. Do you want some apples? <laughs> I have an important quest for you. Go to the produce section and find me as many apples as you can. The fate of Hyrule depends on it. And then you're like, uh, you're talking to the manager, like, uh, something weird happening in the cereal. Someone's doing something to the apples. (laughs) I think we might need to get like some law enforcement involved. (laughs) (laughs) Call the cops. Somebody's taking all the apples. That's one situation where it's like fine to call the cops, you know? Yeah. Like don't have any guilt about it. Yeah. Apple thieves. (laughs) Hey, the Rocketeer video game is not very good, but you know what is cool? The Rocketeer. He's got a rocket on his back, and he fights Nazis. Yeah. Yes, yep. yes, please. That's what I say anytime somebody's like, what if Rocket Packs? I'd be like, yeah. Do you guys ever, like, like? do you think it would be cool if, like, in, like, middle school or elementary school to, like, show up to school with a jetpack? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh, and a gun? Yeah. <laughs> And those riding pants that flare up at the thigh. For those of you who are like not almost 40, uh, the Rocketeer was a, the story takes place in the 1930s and he has those like riding pants that flare up at the top. Right. And he takes on a movie star played by Timothy Dalton, who is an actual Nazi. Yeah. And he blows up the end of the Hollywood sign with the rocket pack, turning Hollywood land into Hollywood. Hmm. Just the sign. So what if like you're sitting there in class and the teacher's calling roll uh-huh. and you're wearing the Rocketeer costume mm-hmm. and the helmet and the pants and the rocket <laughs> pack and they're like Andy and I'm like my name is the Rocketeer now. <laughs> when you you'd be like you have to call me I think you mean Secord because that's the character's name. Oh, right. Cliff Secord is yes. Billy Connolly's character in the Rocketeer. <laughs> Please no, call me Cliff Secord, aka the Rocketeer. You get they just start putting you in like a therapy. They put you in therapy. <laughs> How are things at home? Mm, sounds bad. Why don't you talk a little bit more about that? I got in trouble for like. Um, uh, I guess it was kind of weird that I did, but like, uh, like there's a girl that I liked that I would always like talk like a nerd. And that was like a joke. Like, I'd Wait, be like was it somebody you were sexting with? No, I was not sexting with her. Um, but I was like, I love dragon slay. Like I was just like, dude, that was like a bit. And one day she liked it or did not like she it. Was yeah. Okay. Uh, good. We were like friends. And one day I just like dressed up as a nerd to school and I, like I said to, to, to like go further with the bit. Uh, and I got in big trouble. They thought I was like making fun of kids. Oh yeah! Oh. Like I had like the principal come into my room, and I was just dressed up as a nerd, being like, "I'm, uh, I'm," and uh, they like <laughs> I got like a stern talking to. What did you say? Like, oh, there's uh, a girl, and we have a bit, and uh, no, I, I, no. Just, I just, I just like looked at the floor and froze and said, "I'm like, I'm, I'm a freezer." You know, like when you're in scared, there you fight yeah. flight or fr- I'm a freeze. Yeah. So I just froze and said, "Sorry," and then uh, stopped. I think there's uh, what what do they call it? Showers, growers, and freezers. <laughs> You're talking about <laughs> fight or f- flight responses. I think so. Yeah. Growers, showers, and freezers. <laughs> 
I actually did have uh, the girl afterwards. She came up to me. She's like, oh, you, we were at the book fair. So she's like, you should write, you should get all the nerdiest books and pick them out. And I was like, I, I, I don't do that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't do this anymore. And she's like, but our bit. Can I tell you a horrible memory? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's related. In seventh grade, there was like spirit week or something. And it was like, wear, wear rainbow colors. Wear, um, wear crazy colors to school. And so I like wore a crazy tie dye shirt and like socks that were like knee high socks that were like a rainbow. I don't remember this. And then I show up to school and it was like the next day. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, and there was no, there's no recourse. There's no driving home and changing. Were you, were you like super, do you feel like you were just super embarrassed? And like, yeah, like I didn't tell, I didn't tell anybody. It was, I kind of froze. I kind of froze yeah. to be honest. Yeah. Was that nerdy bully kid? Was he like, ah, what are you wearing? <laughs> you know who I'm talking about. That about yourself? No. Who is it? Zach. <gasps> we had a bully. Really? What did he? He was like a, a friend of bully. Yeah. That, that's pretty common. Friend. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty common. And he was always like, ah, like he really was like, it's really in hindsight. It's like that guy was the bully. <laughs> yeah. Now he's like some like youth group leader or some shit. <laughs> Probably like molesting kids or something. <laughs> I bet he is. Probably. I, uh, not to be like, uh, I've got this neighbor who just fucking sucks. Yeah. Like I fucking yeah. hate her. Uh, she's just, right now? she's like, yeah, right now she's like really mean and like, she's just really rude and like is so absorbed in her own world. And she just like, I, wa- I watched her walk down the hallway and she's had a jacket on that said like, God is King. Or oh. like, she had like, a, I was like, oh, you got a fucking religious like angle to you. Oh, of course. Yeah. That, yep. angle. Yeah. I was like, ah, oh, yeah, you're, you're the bad type of religious person. Yeah. This guy course. was like a sack of shit. And now yeah. he's like, I love Jesus. And it's like, come on. No, you don't. Come on. <laughs> 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 yeah it's he's yeah, no he's a he's a good guy he's, yeah, he's probably a good guy <laughs> is he i i, I don't mean, know he I, seems like a fine gentleman <laughs> <laughs> i think he's a piece of shit <laughs> no i think he's nice more is that <laughs> we got our we got our first look at the legend of zelda link to the past <laughs> I didn't call this out. They had a bit of a typo earlier on. They called it Zelda 4 in the intro. Right. And it's, I, it's I, not 4. It's 3. Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah, that's a typo. They fucked up. You know how we established that I was stupid before? Yeah. <laughs> saying Nintendo is stupider? <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I, here's how dumb I am. The game is called <laughs> The Legend of Zelda, A Link to the Past. And I was like, why is it called A Link to the Past? The character... So I realize now, obviously, it's a play on words. Yeah. Link, and, and the guy's name is Link. But I was like, why, is, why are they calling it a Link? Wouldn't like, it be just Link to the past? His name is Link. This is like the double meaning in like Breath of the mm-hmm. Wild. What, what's, what's that one? What's the Link? Like, uh, <laughs> I'm lying. I don't think there is one. <laughs> <laughs> referring to his breath. Um, the uh, like, what is even the link? Like, what is the past he's linking? Like, what's the other side of that? Like, what's I guess the it, I guess finding the master sword. It's, it's like an old sword. Old sword. Well, and also it. this is um, and this Zelda game takes place like a hundred years before the first two. It's the first time Nintendo pulled that shit. Oh, is that is that canonical? That's canonical. You were telling me about the Zelda franchise but, canonical, but at this point when they when it came out, was that canonical? Um, or was that something they made up later? 
I believe it is. I think it's like in the instruction. Yeah. Manual. And then it started to be just like, oh, it's timeless. And every, every million years, a hero shows up or something. <laughs> <laughs> there's always, there's always a Zelda. There's always a lighthouse. Um, this game's awesome. I need to play it again. Yeah. It's a very good game. One of the greatest games of all time. Yeah. It's, um, I mean, if I'm going to be honest, I am more of a 3D Zelda guy than a 2D one. Like that's uh, a little more my my like bread and butter. But playing this, it's it like it's it's clean. It just it holds up. And it's the weird thing about it is it like feels like this like really masterclass like perfectly made game. But it's also weird as fuck. Link has pink hair. Yeah, he does. There's a whole dark world you go to where you're like a bunny for a part of the That's game. That's right. Like, there's uh, some weird yes. shit going on in this game, which was cool. Also, that dark world overworld theme, <sighs> maybe the coolest song in all of Zelda. Nah, 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 nah. Did you did you ever play Link Between oh, yeah. Worlds, yeah, yeah, yeah. the 3DS sequel, where yes. they have like a folksy music version of it? So good. It's that was a so great good. game. Uh, maybe the greatest 3DS game? Probably, yeah. It's definitely up there. Man, to get into like do all those dungeons in whatever order you please, come on. The greatest yeah. 3DS game is The Binding of Isaac. <laughs> <laughs> the, the game that I got with 3DS was the uh, Kid Icarus Oh no! Game. I mean, it's not terrible. And but... I was, and I was like, "Oh, it comes with a stand." Whoa, I'm Kid Icarus. Anyway, I'm like, "Wow, 3D gaming is the wave of the future." Just like when I got my Virtual Boy, and then, <laughs> and then very quickly, Nintendo was like, "Just kidding, 2DS." <laughs> uh, Super Mario 3D Land did a bunch of stuff with the 3D, and so did uh, Link Between Worlds. I liked the 3D. I always had the 3D on because um, you know you get used to it. It kind of like fucked up your eyes at first, but you just push through that. <laughs> push through my, the pain. Yeah, my eyes don't work so good anymore. They're always dry, but like it was fun. Yeah, for years I was cross-eyed <laughs> and had migraines. <laughs> uh, I always loved, as a little kid, there's a there's kind of a cool flourish in the art style in Link to the Past that was, this was the first game in the series that did it, where everything feels kind of rounded and um, like it's made out of plastic or something. And I, yeah. I always love that. I, I think, think it looks aesthetic. fantastic. It gives it, this is like how animation, like you could watch a Disney movie from 1950 something and it looks modern cause it's animated. Yeah. And I think this is the same way. Like this is, you know, these are old pixel graphics, but the design is so clean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It just feels great. I remember as a kid trying to draw that aesthetic cause I was so into it. Absolutely timeless. Yep. Do you, I, I actually have a question for you guys. Um, uh, I guess not regarding the art, but more around the story, uh, especially regarding the comic book. Like people have mentioned that they liked the story, even the, like playing it as an adult. It's like there's nothing there. But like compared to games at the time, did it feel like there was like a big story when you played it? I I think that the comic made me infer story where maybe there, you know, less existed in the game. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's not a ton here, but I think that opening where you go to find your uncle and stuff and it's raining, it's very moody. And for the time, it was very atmospheric and very like, yeah, I think that was very, uh, that was a great hook. It felt yeah. like kind of the first like almost like cut scene. Even though you're right. playing exactly. Yeah. And also one of the great game soundtracks. Oh, yeah. oh, man. Like every, every cue from like the Hyrule Castle theme, the overworld theme, as you said, the dark world theme. Yeah. So good. Also, the the time signature of that Hyrule Castle theme is really strange. It's like six eight or something like that. I and 
I, I even talk about this. Like I just thought the whole concept. Six eight is not a weird time signature. It's something else. It's 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 a it's weirder than that. I I don't even know what it is. The you think about like the uh, kind of like the rhythm section, the stuff underneath, like kind of the bass sounds and that are like they're on their own cadence. It's very it's cool. There, yeah. There's a couple of videos about it on uh, YouTube. Yeah, it is like interesting. Like as we're talking about this, I mean, it's really firing at a high level on every category. Man, some of these dungeons too. I remember as a kid. So in this game, if you've never played it, you should probably give it a shot because it's awesome. But like, um, and it holds up. But the um, you do the light world stuff. Uh, you do three dungeons, and then you go into the castle, and then you get to the dark world and find out there's like nine more dungeons. Yeah, dude, the dark like that kind of twist was crazy. It, like the game suddenly was like, oh, this is a big ass fucking game. Yeah, this My is actually, like the the uh, the Elden Ring shit where it's like I did it, I beat this world, and they're like the new world three times as big, <laughs> and know, it's the man. second of five. Down too long. Yeah, that's actually the only area I think I disconnect with people on this. Like, uh, is probably the dungeon design. Like, I think it's great dungeon design, but it doesn't have every dungeon just feels like a different color palette. Right. Kind of, yeah. Right. I, there's some good. I think there's some good puzzles in the dark world. Yeah. Yeah. The DNA of kind of modern Zelda dungeon design where it's like, it's built around the item you get is there in this game. Yeah. So like, um, uh, mechanically it's there, but aesthetically it's not there yet. And I think I sometimes tend to care more about aesthetic than mechanics. Mm-hmm. This game uh, only takes up like 500 kilobits of space or something like that. It's incredibly, wow. Incredibly tiny kilobytes probably. And uh, then they tried to port it to, um, game boy. Yeah. And then it became uh, Link's Awakening. I feel like right. that's like a lot of people like my age. That's how we experienced this game. Mm-hmm. It was through um, the Game Boy. Yep. Really good game. I do want to think, I do think it's very funny to follow up debatably the best game of all time with True Golf Classics. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know how to say that. The, uh, YLA, Country YLA Country Club. Country Club. Uh, Is that, oh, it's in Oahu. Hell yeah, man. Let's let's go to Hawaii. Hawaii's awesome. I like Hawaii. We were just in Hawaii. Yeah, we were there in April. It, did was, it, it was great. Did it feel more tropical than LA? Did it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, but there's this fun thing that you get where Hawaii is also in the Pacific Rim and there's like kind of a shared culture okay. between like the West Coast and like LA and Hawaii and Australia and Japan and like all these different places. So a lot of Japanese people come to Hawaii to get married. Like whole resorts is just like full of Japanese couples that get married on the steps inside the lobby. Hmm. And then they don't tell you that the the island of Kauai anyway is overrun with chickens. Right. Oh really? They all it's look like, like Zelda. They look like Hey Hey from <laughs> Moana. That's that's where <laughs> Hey Hey came from. That's kind of fun. Or is it not fun when you're there? Is it kind of spooky? I was kind of over it by, you know, after a week. <laughs> it's good eating. Eat, eat those, uh, those rat birds. But imagine like, like to me, a, a disaster would be like, it's your birthday and you have a Super Nintendo and it's 1992. And then your mom's like, happy birthday. It's YLA golf club game. That'd <laughs> <laughs> be really, really sad. Yeah. Especially all- if, if it's like right next to Zelda. And it's like, hmm, uh, I don't know, golf. Yeah. Kids love golf. <laughs> or like your dad bought it for you and he's like, all right, now I'm going to go play. Yeah. And, and suddenly dad is constantly playing it, <laughs> like swearing at the screen. <laughs> my um, my grandparents 
only gift golf related presents. Really? It's like exclu- the exclusive deal of theirs. Oh my God. So we own like a bunch of like plug and play golden tea. Fuck yes. And do you like, like that? Um, Cause I was just saying this was my nightmare. Yeah, no, I, I, um, I they're not great gift givers if I'm being honest. <laughs> I hope they're not listening. <laughs> yeah. No, they're playing golf. <laughs> I think a lot about, so my dad for a long time there, I think I finally broke out of this, but we were just like, what do we get dad? It's hard to shop for, for gifts, right? But it's like, that man, he loves mints. So we're just going to get him like, I don't know, mints and like chocolate covered coffee beans for everything. And I'm afraid of getting into a gift rut, you know, with a, with future family where I'm the dad and they're all just like, man, he loves, he loves golf in Hawaii. (laughs) Yeah, I want to make sure that uh, later in life, everyone's buying me like hentai stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Play little figurines. It's like, oh, he loves hentai. And That's th- not true. There'll be a sim game like Yakuza Zero, but you know, it's like just the suburbs in California and like you can buy the dad This doesn't make a lot of sense, does it? I want to be like, I want to have kids who don't play Roblox, but I do. And they always buy me Robux. <laughs> Can you explain what is Roblox? Do you not know what Roblox is? It's is this like a Minecraft? It's um, it well, <laughs> it's like Legos, right? It's like Legos, but like it's very like. Do you know what Little Big Planet is? Yeah, it's very like uh, a, a kind of a couple steps in a new direction of that. So it's a lot of like kids making their own games, and they just kind of go into games that people made, and it's kind of like more of a social thing. But too. why do I keep seeing gift cards for it? Because you can spend money in there and it makes a ton of money. Yeah, so like you can literally, like people when they make a game, they could be like, okay, you can actually like build microtransactions into your games. You could build like a game and you could be like, hey, you can give me five Robux and I'll give you a little sports car in my my game. Okay. And that kid cleans up. That kid's able to buy all the golf games that he wants. Yeah, I mean, honestly, people make real, my uh, little brother tried making it, like he quit his job and was trying to make a Robux game that just has full microtransactions. <laughs> he was trying to make a living off that. How did it go? I don't know. Yeah, it's, uh, I haven't got an update from him, but that's like a recent endeavor. We got it. You got to update everyone next time. Yeah. Does he live in like a giant Lego mansion? <laughs> <laughs> he bought the castle from the Ultima guy in Austin. <laughs> Richard Garriott. Yeah. Have you seen that guy's castle? I've driven past it in Austin, but, Oh, I told you about the time I was interning for Richard Linklater, right? The director. And I had to make small talk with him because I was at the front desk of the office. And I was like, I'm going to ask him about Richard Garriott's castle. And he's like, I don't know that guy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Hmm. All right. Well, All I, just, right. I just got to say, I was. This was such a great issue, and then Nestor's adventure showed up, and yeah. my heart sank. It's um, <laughs> there's unfortunately still a third comic book. Uh, uh, yeah, like I mean, it's Nestor. We all know him. He's um, just an absolute fuck. <laughs> Nestor is a trash person. I believe yeah. you called him a worm eater in a previous all episode. Right, worm eater, dirt eater. You know, whatever. Um, yeah, I just he's. I don't know. He's a fucking problem, really. So in this trash person's <laughs> comic for this issue, um, it's Actraiser based. And I did not know Actraiser has a kind of Sphinx Egypt inspired pyramid level, but I guess it does. Yeah, I didn't know what this like 
game they were referring to was. Uh, I've told you many times about ActRaiser. Is game this, this I a like. game where you're God or something? It's it yeah. It's a half action platformer, half like strategy sim. Okay. Uh, I, it's weird. There's nothing quite like it. I don't know how much I actually enjoy ActRaiser. I just love talking about it love conceptually. The idea of it. Yeah. yeah. Um, this honestly, there were some pretty good uh, zips and zaps in this one. <laughs> So Nestor is at a pyramid at night and some safari man uh, has called for help from a monster exterminator. And Nestor's like, yeah, that's me. Right. Because the pyramid is overrun with mummies and cobras. And he needs a warrior. Um, <laughs> and a giant floating sphinx head. Uh, if I could give my favorite like first good, I think, zip that happens is... Um, <laughs> Uh, the, the safari guy says, uh, or no, Nestor says, uh, I'm here. You said you needed a great warrior. And then the safari guy says, yes, but you will do. Right. And I'm, I'm confused. Why is, uh, Nestor suddenly competent? He seems like he's, he's like wielding a sword. He's weird. He's. Yeah. I, I really don't know. Um, he's also like, uh, again, he's been a different age. Every, every comic <laughs> book for the past, like couple ones. I don't guys like, He's he's yeah he he now seems older. He looks like he's like twenty year old hunk Nestor again. Um, Do we he, think yeah maybe like older Nestor kind of got his shit together or I don't think no. no you no, know the most yeah, competent yeah. thing about this comic that we should call out it's one page. Yes. It used to be a two page uh, spread. Uh, and we were talking about like all the great changes they made. I think the best change they made is giving Nestor the old cut. Oh yeah yeah they uh, also halved his salary. Right. So he had to move in with a roommate again. Do we, I'm sorry. I'm a little late to the party on this. Where is the other one? The, uh, Howard? Howard. Yeah, he's gone. Howard rode off into the sunset when the real Howard Phillips left to go to LucasArts. Okay. So they took him out of the comic. However, I got to say, this safari guy in this one, and we got to go through the rest of the comics till I realize, consider... Is this Howard in disguise? <gasps> yeah. So, like, if Howard's involved, he's in the background, you know, pulling strings, <laughs> doing, doing what he does. Making it a real Truman Show situation. Real yeah. Machiavellian. I mean, pain honestly, of that, shit. that would justify Nestor, you know, knowing what he's doing. Like, this could all be a big trick. Yeah. I, I'll just say this: if I'm, if I uh, have a pyramid that's overrun by cobras <laughs> and floating sphinx heads. I'm going to go to the yellow pages and I'm not going to call Nestor. <laughs> yeah. He's kind of the last guy I would call. Um, the, the first guy I probably had to cancel I'm, I'm, or he died. Oh, uh, I might call the Mario brothers from, the Oh my God, yeah, honestly, or, bring those or guys. I want to see those guys get like bitten by a Cobra and their eyes are like bugging out and spraying tears everywhere. Yeah. Or, and at least Link's uncle would he'd probably die, but he'd give it the old college try. Yeah, but like <laughs> the last time he exercised in <laughs> college. If I wanted to like clear out a room, I call Nestor. If, <laughs> yeah. <or> so <laughs> there's a couple uh, other good zips in here I do yeah, want to bring some attention to. Yeah, uh, so. Uh, by Nestor himself. Yeah, the safari guy is like, you missed a mummy in the corner. This is like the second panel. Um, and Nestor says, sorry, I thought it was your wife. I, what an asshole. That's not bad. Who is reading this like, yeah, <laughs> Nestor, Nestor got, got him. him. That's a good zip. Uh, I mean, kind of me, honestly. <laughs> like, I was kind of rooting for Nestor for a little bit. I'm like, yeah, he got him. Uh, well, this—I mean, this guy is kind of being a jerk to him. I guess. Yeah. I guess, in fairness to Nestor. 
So he takes out the floating sphinx head. He breaks it into pieces. And uh, the safari guy, I guess, trying to downplay the fact that Nestor actually did pull this one off, says they just don't make mythical monster exterminators like... Oh, no, this is a dig on Nestor. Yeah, he's digging on him. Okay, never mind. Yeah, so he's overtly telling Nestor he sucks and is a worm eater. And uh, Nestor says, no one appreciates a hero these days, which isn't even funny. What if uh, what if his prize was, hey, I got I got a bucket of worms. <laughs> and then Nestor's like, oh, great. Boy, am I hungry. Yeah, that would have been a better, that would have been a better last chow, panel. Chow down. <laughs> so now that we've gone through now that we've gone through this full comic, by the way, the safari guy is saying that he can't do anything because he like sprained his pinky finger. Yeah. Which honestly feels less like a Howard thing and more like, is this also Nestor? Yeah, is it like a is, dual Nestor? Is this a dual Nestor? I think we need to flip a coin uh, how we want to... This is the first time we've had to do this in a while. Yeah, like whether or not the safari guy's Nestor. Or, mm. Yeah, or Howard. So are there two Nestors or is Howard <laughs> secretly the safari guy? And I'm curious also, like, is is Nestor's payment going to be a big bucket of worms? <laughs> Okay, yeah, so let's flip a three-sided coin. <laughs> I can't pay you in dollars. However, I got a little bit of Nestor chow. <laughs> oh, boy. Boy, am I hungry. All right, so what are the, uh, what are the options here? So uh, one is what? So it's either this is Howard in disguise, this is a clone of Nestor, That's or two. this is a safari guy who makes Nestor eat a bucket of worms. <laughs> All right, great, okay. That's our one, two, and three. Uh, let me just uh, give it give it a spin. It's a it's a dual Nestor's comic. There we go. The an- two, two Nestor's. Two is the answer. That's so weird. How are there two of him? And yet here we are. Yeah, Andy, have any the, thoughts? Any thoughts on that? Universe is a mysterious place. The net truly is vast and infinite. <laughs> That's a quote from Ghost in the Shell, y'all. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> Players pull content. Uh, Grand prize package: a trip to Rare Limited in England. Yeah, the creator of Mega Man, according to the sound effects. I'm just kidding. And it pictures the Battletoads. Yeah, so you get to go uh, visit Rareware in England. You That's, get to hang out with their horses. Hang out with their horses, their sports cars. <laughs> Andy, were you around the like? Uh, we there was an interview way back when on the Rare guys, and it was asking about video games and they were pretty much just straight up saying we don't care about video games we're rich now being rich is great (laughs) wow (laughs) it was the entire interview that actually fits into uh, so over the break we were talking about uh, Sierra Online and Ken and Roberta Williams uh, because we were watching some Phantasmagoria cutscenes and um, I was reading about Sierra Online and them also and like game creators back then you would just like make you made a text adventure that had shitty graphics and sell 15,000 copies and make half a million dollars just like that. Yeah. Like it's so crazy. Yeah. So rare is in that boat too. And, uh, then they created the battle toads. Yeah. Right. Like I wonder if like by the times, like, I mean, I don't know if like, like a really, really like mega rich person hits this point, but I wonder if the kids come in and see these kind of like, hollowed out people who are like ah, i'm divorced now <laughs> right right and the kids are like hey wow did you guys create battle toads i love battle toads 
And, and you see like, a guy, he like licks his thumb and brushes his eyebrows <laughs> back because he's like, finally, a chance to use my degree right. to talk about the Battletoads I created. Did you make Battletoads? Yes, we made Battletoads. <laughs> <laughs> what was your favorite Battletoad to make? The big one. <laughs> <laughs> Can I have can I have a drink? Do you have like Kool-Aid or uh, Gatorade or something? We only have Bailey's Irish Crate. <laughs> wow, this isn't very fun. <laughs> Take them out for fish and chips, but it's the fish where they just dip the whole fish head and all into the batter. <laughs> See, this right here is a thoroughbred. <laughs> now I'm rich. <laughs> uh, m- Mr. Mr. Rare... I had an idea for the Super Nintendo Battletoads. Can I give it to you? I don't care about video games. <laughs> <laughs> what if there was a fourth Battletoad and you based him on me, Timmy Smith? The we winner. already tried to have four toads. We got a lawsuit from Ninja Turtles. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I probably would have enjoyed winning this as a kid. Yeah, that would have been cool. Um, you get to go to another country. Because this is a American magazine, so you're, what, 99% sure you're going to get a non-European or English person. Right. You go to London, and it's, like, raining. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's this miserable, gray, rainy experience. And you hang out with these people that make you go to terrible English pubs that are, like, well-lit and look like living rooms from the 70s. And, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's three in the afternoon. And h- how do they talk about <laughs> video games that they hate making? What do they say? I'm a battle-toad. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) I had completely forgotten about this, but as part of the revamp, they did now playing, but like with a Siskel and Ebert angle with these two guys named George and Rob. Yeah. I, the minute I saw this, it came back to me. But if you'd asked me, there's oh, no way I would have remembered. Is this, this like a returning segment? Yeah, they do this for years. Uh, it's 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 pretty funny. I thought it was like it's just like I was surprised that it was in this magazine because they just like they have like a nice guy and a mean guy, and the mean guy like fucking rips into these games. Yeah. Oh yeah. And these people work at Nintendo, and they're shitting on all of these Nintendo licensed games. Yeah. It's, they, so much so that they have to end it with a giant box that says the opinions of these guys do not reflect the opinions <laughs> of Nintendo. Yeah, like they're just like riffing hard. Like they're just like it officially like published. It's, it's crazy. It feels like this is a glimpse behind the scenes of like what the office is actually like because you know they're playing all. They're sinking so much time into playing the games that they're seeing come through. So there has to be like. Yeah, that game fucking sucks. Like, has to be a conversation point right. frequently. Probably like the public or the editor of the magazine heard them talking in the kitchen at the office. Like, oh, Blues Brothers game sucks. Yeah, they were just ripping up. They hated the Blues Brothers game. <laughs> it's probably because that game's bad. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I kind of trust his opinion. I guess I don't know. Maybe this is the real scoop. Uh, he hated. He hated D Force. He thought, oh, does the D stand for derivative? <laughs> I love this that the game they, offers nothing new to several military combat games that are already out there. Uh, yeah. Also, uh, Rob and George, no fans of La Emperor. La Emperor. Lim- a game that no one has ever played. <laughs> I thought that their comment about the D Force game is really interesting because they say it's just another military combat game, and it's like that's not how the military does does not work like scrolling shooters, like arcade shooters. <laughs> 
Yeah, it's one helicopter against an entire army, just like in the military. <laughs> yeah. I, I, and they try to shoot down the helicopter by shooting circles at it. They got John Madden football in yeah, here. Yeah, and their, their quip is like, oh, John Madden football. Yeah, I don't really remember seeing John Madden in the game. <laughs> <laughs> but he's on the cover, right? Is it, if this is the first John Madden game, isn't it him like bursting out of like a paper background? With a yeah. football and like you know a turducken, he's just like ah. Yeah. What's his catchphrase? Does I, he have a catchphrase? I love turduckens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's not his catchphrase. <laughs> Pat me that ball. <laughs> Time for some cappuccino. <laughs> he's really going around the outside. Poor cappuccino on that football. Max, can I can I say what they said about Hammer and Harry? As well, yeah, whatever that uh, is. They said for this game, Hammer and Halen. They said, "Well, I understand that this game is by no means a realistic look at the life of construction workers." <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't understand why Harry is this cartoonish ninja fighting characters on pogo sticks with a hammer as big as he is. Yeah, the problem with That's this video point. game is it doesn't accurately represent <laughs> what it is to be a construction worker. I hate to. I agree with them. He's right. Yeah. We didn't talk about this ahead of time. We now have, instead of the top 30, a top 20, but it's split across all three consoles. So what do you want to do, Brett? You want to do the top one from each? Top one or maybe, yeah, top one from each sounds fair. Um, I mean, it's going to be really boring because it's going to be the same thing every time. Yeah, you do the top three. Yeah, that's fine. From each. Okay. Uh, what if we did the bottom two from each? Because <laughs> those are most likely to change. <laughs> The only thing is, like, as a like, I I, I like these top charts. I want, I want to know. I want to know who's at top. Okay. Right. Yeah. What if we did? Is is there like? I mean, are are you? Do you guys not like relate to that at all? Like, I feel like I like my love for like top ten. Like every time I get to this section, I'm like super jazzed. Well, yeah, I feel like the point of a of a list where things in or, in or, where things are in order is you want to know what's at the top of the list. You want to know what's at the top of it. Let's just read all sixty. <laughs> You want to do you want to do top three from each top top three from each yeah okay okay for the Nintendo number three is the Legend of Zelda of course number two is Battletoads and number one is Mario Bros three Mario Bros three is like so crushing every other one but. yeah it's probably like number one for like two years or something right I I, I can't I mean is there ever going to be a game that comes out that's better than this Kirby's Adventure yeah no. Mega Man five. Yeah, Mega Man 4 ain't going to do it. Mega Man 5 might. How many Mega Mans are on this list? I see Mega Man, Mega Man 2, Mega Man 3. No Mega Man 4 yet. Crystallis is still on here. Thinking Man's Zelda. Ooh, Batman. Batman. Good soundtrack. You know that level one song is awesome because it it just ignores the key it's in. There's like notes all over the place. Yeah. What about... Super, hey, we could each do one of these because yeah, we each have Andy. Wanna... Andy, do you want to do SNES or Game Boy? Game Boy, All right, hey, go for it. Uh, Game Boy number three, Dr. Mario. He's Mario, he's throwing pills, he's curing viruses. Make sure Mar- the pills line up. <laughs> Mario's <laughs> favorite meal, pills. Mario's favorite meal, pills. If my doctor ever said, Open your mouth, I'm gonna throw pills pills in to cure your virus, I'm gonna say, I'm, I'm gonna say, I'm, I'm gonna go to another doctor. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, Metroid 2, The Return of Samus. Samus is back. Ladies and gentlemen, the return of Samus. It's Metroid 2. And number one, Super Mario Land. Uh, Not to be confused with Super Mario World or Super Mario Bros. A little 
preview of uh this is the game where Mario is fighting aliens. <laughs> <laughs> it's an F- FMV game. And instead of fireballs, he's shooting like lacrosse balls at an angle. It, it ends with sh- destroying an alien in a pyramid. I only wish Mario, again, this is why Mario should have come to the Act Razor pyramid in the comic. Yeah. Aliens. Is that, is, does he actually fight aliens in Super Mario Land? He does. Really? Yeah, this, the Super Fuck Mario Land up. games are very weird. Oh, really? They're like in a weird parallel universe. I um, mean, that's where we got Wario, and that guy's nuts. Yeah, and probably Waluigi, too. Waluigi comes from Mario Tennis, actually. Um, I'm going to win. That's what he says. Yeah. In games where he appears. <laughs> All right. Does he still collect coins and oh, jump, yeah. jump up and down? Oh, yeah. All, all of that stuff. Huh. <laughs> all right. And then to round it out, we got the SNES number three, Sim City. All right. That's a, that's a city building simulator. You couldn't do this on any other consoles. Number two, F Zero. Yeah, anything else on F Zero? Uh, who doesn't love Samurai Goro, the iconic character from F Zero? And Dr. <laughs> Stewart, the other iconic character from F Zero, or Pico, the green alien guy. All hovercraft pilots from the original F-Zero. And number one, Super Mario World. What? I wonder if that's just going to be number one forever. I, You know no, what? I, I can see it moving. It'll get dethroned by Zelda, I'm going to guess. Uh, number 17 on the Super NES list, Bill Lambeer's <laughs> Combat Basketball. Oh. Bill well, Lambeer's Combat Basketball. I would fun. like to know more about Bill Lambeer and his uh, Combat Basketball <laughs> game. Maybe we'll find out more later in the issue. <laughs> Uh, yeah, actually, I got one last thing to mention is uh, the logo of this top 20 is a guy painting a snowman white with white paint. <laughs> hey, it's a celebrity player profile with Bill Lambeer of combat basketball fame and <laughs> and the Detroit Pistons. Don't forget. Inexplicably, they've got him wearing what looks like Stormtrooper or Tron armor. <laughs> Yeah, I don't understand. I don't know what the fuck is going on. I, I literally saw this film like that's an action figure, and I skipped. <laughs> yeah, is Bill? Uh, I guess so. He's a bas- he's a basketball player. Is is this game like a sci fi basketball game? We gotta try it because I'm so confused. That's kind of cool. He he does say in the profile, which I, I did skim over. Um, this one feels like less manufactured by Nintendo. It sounds like a human being actually talking like a human being would. And he mentions that it's like tongue in cheek, like it's a joke, which made me like him. Like, it seems like Bill Ambeer doesn't take himself too seriously. Yeah. That's nice. The other thing about this game is it's like, there's like, this game has some iconic, you know, some of the iconic games in this issue of Nintendo Power. Legend of Zelda Link to yeah. the Past. Yeah. Wiley Country Club. Wiley Country Club. Bill Ambeer's Combat Basketball. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Three of the greatest <laughs> games ever made. Yeah. No question. Speaking of iconic games, how about Contra Force for the NES? Everyone's favorite Contra game. I don't remember this. Did this even come out? Yeah, it sucks. Okay, I remember Super C, but yeah. that's the last one I remember on S- Nintendo. Super C mechanically is the same as Contra. Like, it's another Contra game. Contra Force, you're choosing characters, and some of them have guns that only shoot, like, a third of the screen. And, I don't know, they have different... <sighs> It's, yeah. it's fine. Whatever. Darkwing Duck is in here. It's another weird knockoff game because it's like Mega Man. Capcom, I think, did really good by its uh, Disney licenses. Those games yeah. are great. We've DuckTales. DuckTales 2 is coming in a future issue. Yeah. 
I think that's the last of the bunch, but we had a uh, tailspin a couple back. Stanley in the search for Dr. Livingston. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just one of those games that also just is right on the tip of your tongue when Four, you're talking about great games. <laughs> six of the greatest games ever made all in one issue. <laughs> Mom, here's a, a, a phrase never uttered in the English language. Mom, my birthday's coming up. I want Stanley in the search for Dr. Livingston by Electro Brain. <laughs> yeah, if you do that, if, that, if you hear that your kids say that, Throw them in, throw them out. <laughs> Just drown, drown them in the bathtub or some, whatever you got to do. Yeah. Leave the bathtub. And walk back it, walk back into the house with the kids outside and the trash can and a garbage bag and pour yourself a glass of wine. <laughs> because <laughs> your kid the- is dead. It's time to relax. <laughs> All right. That's the end of the podcast. <laughs> We're here at the end. Uh, I'm thinking we can. You maybe... guys don't want to talk about Zardian. No, but I do want to talk about uh, at the end. They're like, "Don't forget, you're a Nintendo Instant Redemption certificate for five dollars off any eight-bit game pack at any retailer that sells Nintendo games." But it's a sample. It's you have to send off for the actual coupon. No, right. I think they gave. This seemed very, very manipulative. This to me. well, this was this was a part of a class action lawsuit. Oh, was really? It? Yes. Where? Okay, this, this sounded bad because this sounds on paper bad. This yeah, this, this was. Uh, I don't know which government agency went after Nintendo for, you know, monopolistic practices. So, so for the holidays, they had a coupon that was good through March that you could just take into retailers and get five bucks off, and Nintendo reimburses the right. retailer. But and that was, but that was like a court ordered thing. Oh, that's court order. It was a clash action lawsuit on the part of I don't know I don't know who, but I guess uh, maybe consumers being ripped off by oh really Nintendo's business practices. Wait, what happened? I don't understand. Uh, I wish I knew more about it. I feel like this is in one of those uh, video game documentaries on huh Netflix. Oh, okay. So this wasn't. I I thought this was like shitty in that like. They were telling kids, hey, you have a coupon for a free game. You need to use it now. And so, like, kids were enti- felt entitled to a game and would, like, buy a game. <laughs> like, ah. it, it is, yeah. I mean, I think that is smart. It probably made them Yeah, it sounds like it made them money. money. So this lawsuit made them money. <laughs> so. That, that's super interesting. Oh, uh, here's an L.A. Times article from 1991. Or I have a Washington Post subscription. I can get it and get this one. Nintendo to pay refunds. Nintendo has been zapped by a force even stronger than Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> Fuck you, Papa. What, what a title. God, that's terrible. Uh, they agreed yesterday to settle federal and state charges of fixing prices on its popular video game systems. It agreed to play, pay nearly $5 million in fines and legal costs and to distribute $5 coupons to up to 5 million Nintendo game owners, entitling them to discounts on future purchases. Yeah, this is like why it's at the very end of the magazine because they're hoping huh. like, oh, okay, they've they've blown their they've shot their wad all over Wiley Golf and now they won't, <laughs> now they won't. Ooh, they're all sleeping. <laughs> so okay, so it was okay, a pro- I just read this so thing. the coupon itself was a response to this them getting in trouble for price fixing, right? So this was the actual like so class we, action reward. Because nowadays I'm so used to just like. Having getting five dollars off that just means it's a sale. Trying to like, it seems like that this would make them money. Yeah, is the weird thing, right? So it doesn't it, seem like a punishment to them. It seems like they would make no. Money. Yeah, because they, 
They should have just given people $5. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. We were so bad. And then they just sold, like, what, 250,000 extra cartridges? <laughs> I, I would love to get a Nintendo stimulus check. Yeah, that would be great. The $5. It's like if they were in trouble for Joy-Con drift, and they're like, we will give you $10 off if you buy two new Joy-Cons. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, absolutely. Honestly. That Joy-Con stuff, by the way, is bullshit. In that it's not real or that it's happening to you? Uh, that it happens. Like, I've had two Joy-Cons fucking break. Oh, really? Yeah. I've got a PS5 controller with a dead trigger because the little spring thing in it dies after a year. Is this really? why you got the black one? Um, I'd already bought it when the white one died, but it's out of warranty, so it's like, well, I guess I have to go get a purple one now. Is that pretty common? Apparently, yeah, problems... Well, if you think about it, I mean, this is, I don't want to justify them dropping the ball on QC or whatever, but like those are really complicated electronic products, like those controllers, because yeah. they have like resistance motors and stuff. I'm not talking about Nintendos. There's no excuse for their sh- them fucking up on the Joy-Cons. <laughs> Play- Sony, though, they're cool. What I'm saying is like Sony's the best video game. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Xbox, more like X sucks. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I actually like Xbox... <laughs> Interesting. You're aware that Xbox is run by a certain man named Mr. Bill Gates. <laughs> uh, let me just throw some dollar signs in place of S's in my text response to you. <laughs> Microsoft. Yeah, I mean, I actually don't. I just Game Pass is a pretty good deal. No, you're, you're right. I'm pretending to... What I want you guys to know is my whole identity is tied up into what video game console I own. Well, even more broadly than that, my identity is like, which big corporation do I like and which ones yeah. do I hate? I cannot wait to lick some Sony executives' uh, boots mm-hmm. as they're stepping on the back of my head. Yeah, yeah like, 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 I, world like, order. like I love uh, Apple. I would never buy like a Google phone because I think they suck. Yeah. Yeah. So like that's the big corporation I like. I like I like seeing who's the head honchos and just thinking, what I what I get a beer with this guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a uh, on, on that note. I'm a big Oracle guy. Oh, you like Larry Ellison? Yeah, another boot. I wish would step on my neck a lot so I could lick it. <laughs> <laughs> like I would have a beer with Ronald McDonald. So, <laughs> <laughs> so. Maybe, maybe get some free French fries out of the whole thing. Hey, listeners at home. Hey, I wouldn't complain. <laughs> Don't forget to send us an email at, uh, what is our, what the fuck is our email address? I don't know. Uh, it's like now you're playing at gmail.com or some shit. Uh, let us know which corporation you love being oppressed by. <laughs> uh, well, I actually like Panera Bread. <laughs> Whatever company makes TurboGrafx-16, I like. <laughs> hey, what CEO do you think would make a great president? Tim Cook. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm in the Tim Cook boat too. Can you imagine it'd just be like, we're rolling out some great new products in the United States. I, don't, I can't really do a Tim Cook. Hey, <laughs> so what do you guys want to rate now that we're done? We, we made it to the end of the issue. Well, we've got three comics. I want to rate each comic individual. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I wouldn't be opposed if we rated like... C-level executives at companies like you know who's your favorite CFO, but I'll settle for the comics. The uh, one really good C-level executive at Sony, he was a PlayStation executive, right. and he got caught in one of those like uh, like a wood chipper. <laughs> 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 
He got caught in one of the them wood chipper the yeah, dealies. Chip Somebody right Fargoed him. Oh, remember the what was the, it was Dateline and it's like uh, to catch a predator. Anyway, there was like a to catch a predator. That was sting, a Sony and they, and CFO. They, they got a. I don't know if it was a CFO, but it was a PlayStation executive. Really? Oh my God, he's good. It's on YouTube. And he's like <laughs> he's like in jail now. I think. Ga- oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. GameStop has just really been killing it the last couple of months. So I'm my vote's going to the GameStop CFO who thought it was a good idea to roll out an M- NFT market now <laughs> after <laughs> NFTs crashed. Really, really incredible leadership over there. Uh, AMC. Is good. Speaking of Wall Street bets, because uh, they keep playing the, the Cole Kidman commercial. I love it. <laughs> I I got away from Wall Street bets a while back. Is it still hilarious and terrible? I I haven't looked at it in a long time. Those idiots are so fun. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, let's rate the comics. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Wait, do you, did you want to say anything about Panera Bread, your favorite yeah, corporation? I actually yeah, tell they, us about your favorite corporation. Yeah, I think they, uh, uh, having worked there, I thought they treat their employees pretty nicely. Oh, and, good. Uh, they go for fresh ingredients. Uh, I actually thought, I thought it was a pretty ethical corporation. Do you think they would turn on interns. them if they tried to unionize and send in some union busters to like hit them with bats and stuff? You know, you never know. <laughs> you know, you never know. Uh, maybe. Is this like the Starbucks thing where it's like, oh, LA's too dangerous for closing stores that happen to be the same stores that are unionizing? <laughs> that's uh, that's not exactly how I read it happening. Um, oh, okay. No, also, they, they unions said, are communism, said, so... All the unionized people, they said, no more bread bowls for you. <laughs> <laughs> did you ever say no soup for you to anybody? I, uh, I did have a person ask me like what kind of breads we had, and I'm like, this isn't that kind of job where I just know all the breads we have. Uh, and so I just, I didn't say that, but I, I hey, thought, hey, buddy, this ain't that kind, of, ain't that kind of job. Yeah, and then you like left the counter, went in well, the back, and no, just, lit up a cigarette. I was trying just to like, like, I fucking got him. <laughs> no, I started saying breads. So I was like, I don't know, like white bread, wheat bread. Um, <laughs> They had like a cheese bread. And she, and I remember they were like, they like stepped on me. They're like, what, what's cheese bread? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, some kind of cheese bread. I think this is, you should start your tight five with, with this. This is very good. <laughs> there we go. I was working at Panera. Do you guys think the bit about the, uh, the funk music playing as you do a little strut after rocking out? Is working. Yeah, after telling off your customer Panera bread or after <laughs> after drowning your son that Putting wanted him in a garbage bag, <laughs> yeah, having a glass of wine. So, I was painting a snowman. <laughs> <laughs> wow, what a great day. Hey, it's winter time. <laughs> Show us some snow off the patio. Yeah, uh, uh, by the way, the best way you could help the show grow is by sharing it with a friend. <laughs> And we're going to assume you did that. And let's, let's read these comics. I'm going to go first because we've just been slow walking. Yeah, we're, 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 this is, this is, this is going way too long. Yeah, um, we got to get moving. Uh, so Nestor's Adventures gets a zero. I hate Nestor and I hate his adventures. <laughs> um, I was going to give it a negative one, but I'm adding one, <laughs> one point because it's uh, one page instead of two now. Um, yeah. Zelda comic, fucking awesome. A little exposition heavy. I'm going to give it like, let's go with an eight. Ooh. Uh, and that Mario one, straight 10. I, fu- yeah. I was surprised at how much I love that comic. Yeah, that was awesome. Um, I'm going to be pretty similar to you. I'm going to say Nest Adventures. I'm going to give a zero. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. It's not that bad. 
<laughs> then, uh, you shut your mouth. <laughs> uh, Legend of Zelda. Uh, I, you know, I like the. I'll give it a six and a half. Okay, six and a half. That's fair. Uh, I was kind of bored, but I like the art. That I. That's. <clears throat> I think that's offensive to me. Uh, then Mario Bros. I'm going to give it nine. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little. I'm just a little harder of a critic. Okay, I, I'm harder to please. That's fair. That's fair. Okay. Um, I would say Zelda 10, straight 10s. Uh, I love it. I need my comics to be explained to me. I'm kind of a dummy. <laughs> yeah, the Mario one did throw you off. The, the Mario one did confuse yeah, it you. Was, the Mario one was like for advanced, advanced you, children. You, you, you did it to a peach to have said, I'm playing Mario. This is a meta joke. This is a joke. Yes. Mario is actually a real person. Yes, in I this needed world. a thought bubble of Peach thinking that. I just want to I point out, you didn't say you bought the graphic novel of the Mario comic, did you? I didn't know there was one. Yeah, but oh. maybe I will now. Mario comic nine. It's very good. <laughs> it's very good. I just ding at one point because there's one part that I didn't understand. But, then, <laughs> but we, then, we helped you. <laughs> and then zero, zero for the dumb comic. <laughs> That's great. Oh, man. Andy, thank you for coming on the show once again. Uh, where can people find you online? <clears throat> Search for uh, <clears throat> DuckDuckGo Andy Petruzzo, and you'll like what you find. <laughs> what's, what's on? Leave it. I'm going I'm I'm to do that right now. Yeah, do it. This is like a blue waffles. What's that? <laughs> no, no. Search Andy Petruzzo Rule 66. <laughs> Order 66 or rule 66? Rule, oh, what is it? Rule 33. Sorry, rule 33. You know what's incredible? Order 66 is to kill Jedis. It's got a picture from Companion in the images uh, that show up, as well as an image that's just a black screen. Your, yeah. I, yeah, your IMDb page is just a black screen. <laughs> yeah. Um, what's the rule? Rule 33? 33? Rule 34 is the porn one. It's rule 34, 34 sorry. Yeah, of sorry. course, it wasn't knew it. Um. The Now You're Playing with Podcast Podcast is brought to you by the Podcast Power Players Power Team. Music by Games Cameron. Find back episodes, send us emails, and do cool stuff at our website, nowyourplaying.com. It's your with an E, because we know how to do grammar. Here, here, what we, here, what we got. <laughs> okay. Andy Petruzzo, Rule 34. There we go. Huh. It's a lot less uh, pornography than I was expecting. Really, no porn. Who declares monkeypox emergency? <laughs> uh oh. There's uh, the Andy Petruzzo really outdoes the Rule Thirty Four aspect. I'm really just getting Andy Petruzzo uh, stuff. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Why Duck Duck Go? What's, well, Duck Duck Go is. Um, but I'm using. You've seen the commercial with the. Uh, What's his name? Kyle Health. He plays uh, the guy. I gotta go. <laughs>